Hello, and welcome to the What Moves Us podcast. I'm Natalie Reyna, a dancer and mover with a master's degree in clinical psychology. Join me as I talk with ordinary people finding extraordinary healing through different types of movement. My mission is to spread the message that tuning into our body is not only accessible, but key to our mental health and healing journeys. Welcome, everybody, to What Moves Us. Um, This is Natalie. I'm back today with an amazing guest, um, Zachary Simon. Um, Yeah, I'm so excited to have him on. Um, So Zachary, aka Zach, was born in Queens, New York, but has lived all around California since um, age three. Zach is a b-boy who has been dancing since sophomore year of high school, um, which is where he first discovered breaking. Um, Zach's style is definitely one of a kind. He mixes super intricate footwork and threading with a lot of really complex handstands and and head balances. Um, Really fun to watch. Um, Zach graduated from UC Santa Barbara um, in California in 2015 with a degree in psychology and a minor in applied psychology. From there, Zach continued dancing while working in the community through various various psychology and mental health roles. Um, Currently, Zach is enrolled at the Wright Institute and is working towards obtaining his PsyD in clinical psychology. Um, Zach is very passionate about showing up as his most authentic self um, for his clients and advocates strongly for the mental health needs of Black men and children. Mm -hmm. Zach believes in a holistic approach to working with clients um, and not only addressing their mental health needs, but also their physical, spiritual, and emotional needs as well. So yay, Zach, welcome to What Moves Us. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on. Um, I mean, it's I've been watching you from afar. Obviously, we became friends freshman year of college, but then, uh-huh. I don't know, lives go in different directions, but it's been cool to uh-huh. see your journey. So excited to have you on today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so before we get started, um, I have been asking folks if there's anything that you kind of like to do to center yourself or to ground yourself before like you start dancing or before you do anything that like might enhance some nerves. Mm -hmm. It's a great question. Um, I love to stretch and just listen to music, Mm. get into the groove of um, the music that I'm listening to. Also stay in touch with how I'm feeling in the moment. Mm. Um, What is the music telling me? How am I feeling coming into this? Um, I love just bringing that on the floor as I dance. Ooh, I love it. So like whatever you're feeling in that moment, it's just like you're kind of tapping into it and then bringing yeah. it onto the onto the floor. Yeah. Ah, love it. Love it. Yeah. So um, so if anybody that's listening to this feels like they need to pause and put on a song and get in touch with your feels real quick and shake it out, this is your, mm-hmm. your opportunity. <laughs> Um, and come pop right back in. Um, So yeah, so Zach, we kind of um, touched on it a little bit in uh, in the bio and a little bit before when we were talking um, before we started recording, but can you tell me a little bit about like, yeah, how you got into dancing and how old you were, what was going on, where you were? Yes, I love this question. Man, this takes me back to sophomore year of high school, um you know at lunchtime you know just saw a group of friends saw a group of guys that were just dancing Mm. um and this was in 2006 you know when youtube first started and so at the time this was also when red bull bc1 
which is like this huge competition where many b-boys around the world come to dance and compete. And so Rebel BC1 would be posting these videos on YouTube. And so as I'm dancing, you know, with this group of guys, you know, we were fanboying over who was the best b-boy who was going to compete. Um, it was so exciting. And what's funny is like, you know, as all of us are learning how to break dance, we sort of imagine ourselves as some of these b-boys doing some of these crazy moves. Um, and it just became like family. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every day at lunch and even after school, we would break dance. Um, you know, we would share homework and, and life. And, you know, I really enjoyed that. And I carry that, um, you know, as I sort of transition in the field of psychology. Mm. Yeah, like you transition the feeling of like the community part of it or like what parts are you carrying with you, would you say? Yeah, definitely the community. Mm -hmm. um, definitely um, the culture, um, hip hop culture and dance culture. Love it. Um, they have been so intertwined into who I am today. And, you know, currently I'm learning how to, you know, thread that into, you know, my perspective and how I um, do therapy. Mm. Um, you know, I'm currently enjoying being on LinkedIn and, and sharing some of my, my dancing, um, sharing how dancing helps me connect with people in a therapeutic space. Mm. Um, you know, when I am in tune with my body as I'm dancing, um, it gives me, um, you know, the sense of peace. And so I see the same thing when I'm in the therapy room, you know, when I'm in touch with who I am and, you know, the person that I'm doing therapy with, it, it better allows me to attune to each person. Mm. So I love that. Yeah, I love that too. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna like fangirl so hard. I'm just like, so I love this conversation. I love hip hop, I love psychology, I love dance <laughs> yeah. and movement. So it's like, oh, love this. Um, so to, to pull it back a little bit, would you uh -huh. say that that's an understanding that you've always had about dance for yourself? Like that it always connected you to yourself or is that something that kind of came as you got older? It definitely came as I got older. Um, especially as I became more sort of involved in the community, in the dance community, um, being in touch with myself, mm. um, seeing others just be creative, be themselves on the dance floor, um, developing my own style, my own attitude, mm. um, adding my own flavor to certain moves. Um, it's been such a unique journey and I've just been enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's so awesome. And I feel like, I mean, even though we haven't talked that much, I feel like there's like a lightness about you and like how you are and how you move about things. And I feel like that definitely shows in your dance style. I uh -huh. don't know if you like agree with that or <laughs> whatever, but from the outside, that's how I perceive you. Uh-huh. Very cool. Ah, that's so awesome. Um, And so... Um, so you found dance and mm -hmm. obviously it like felt super exciting for you. And it like connected you to yourself a little bit more. Yeah. Um, what do you think like kept you going back to it? I mean, Ooh. you know, my experience dancing has been such a personal journey of, um, you know, working on certain moves and how I feel. 
Um, I really love, you know, my progression mm. and, you know, being true to myself and being honest. And it really hit me when I started posting on Instagram. I actually started posting on Instagram in 2020. And, you know, at first I was super shy. Um, I remember I, I was I was so shy, I couldn't even post, you know, a video. I, I just like photo dumped. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this was when, you know, I didn't have, you know, the fancy equipment, you know, the fancy camera, the fancy speakers, the fancy dance mat. And right. so what I would do is just, you know, prop up my, my phone, you know, against a textbook and just start dancing. Mm. And so seeing my journey um, dancing has been so unique. Um, you know, eventually I started to get the fancy speaker and the camera and the dance mat. Um, you know, I started to work on specific moves and enjoy how I feel in the moment and how I look, mm. what certain songs come up for me in terms of my emotions. Um, and then watching myself on, on film. Um, I, I love my old content, you know, it brings back memories. Mm. Yeah, are, are you thinking of a memory like as you are saying that? Yeah, um, <laughs> oh man, I, I hope others can relate to, you know, this memory, but um, you know, those who tell you that, you know, dancing is not important, that you shouldn't incorporate that into being yourself and your career. And, you know, I remember in 2020 when I was first starting posting on Instagram, I had a professor who told me that it was unprofessional to post on Instagram, my dance videos. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's and so, crazy. You know, I, I sat with that for a while. Um, in fact, that kind of hindered, you know, a little bit of my growth and feeling comfortable. Um, and I'm still working on it today. I think one of the things that, that comes to mind is, you know, feeling comfortable with the music that I dance to. Right. Um, you know, being super aware of, um, you know, my professional self and my, uh, my dancing self, my cr creative self. And, you know, breaking away from what that professor has told me has been such a journey. And I hope, you know, others relate to that. Yeah, definitely. No, I think it's interesting, like, especially in the field of psychology, there's this like, I don't know, you're not supposed to like self-disclose, like the client isn't supposed to know right. anything about you or whatever, but it's like, how when dancing or when any piece of you is like so integral into like who you are there's no right. way that you can't like bring that into the room with you yeah. so that's like pretty shocking to hear that someone said that to you that to me I'm just like what the heck like that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah um you know and breaking away from that narrative was so important to being myself mm -hmm. um it definitely shows in both you know, as I dance and when I'm being, you know, my professional self, right. um, then I'm bringing both of me mm -hmm. into those spaces. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not like compartmentalizing the two. Um, 
you know, I'm able to be myself. Right. And like, ultimately that's what, like, that's what's best for you. And that's, what's best for the clients. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, pretty um, crazy. I'm just like, not over that. Someone would say that I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> There's like a whole field of hip hop therapy. So like, obviously this person doesn't mm-hmm. know, like, doesn't know that. Um, yeah. So just you know, to say what, what comes to mind is how important it is to be genuine in therapy. Mm-hmm that people have a better tendency to grow when both the therapist and the client are genuine and authentic. Right. right. Yeah, totally. And, and it has me thinking too a little bit about like what, like whose voices are healing in a space yeah. too, right? Like, yeah. I don't know, because hip hop, I would argue is like inherently therapeutic, just like mm-hmm. you're forced to face yourself. You're forced to be yourself. You have to be comfortable with yourself and in your body in order to like put yourself out there like that. Mm-hmm. And then like get the support of the people around you and like for being your realist self, like that is so inherently therapeutic yeah. that like nobody can deny that. But like, because some white dude didn't say that that was right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> And it was a white dude. <laughs> of course. Like, who else? <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's lame. And you're going to prove him wrong. So, yeah, whatever. Forget that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, Um. moving on from that. Any final thoughts mm-hmm. on, like, any of that? <laughs> no, I think that was sort of the gist of my experience. Um, growing to feel comfortable being myself right um you know bringing um you know my creative self and my professional self um and everywhere I go Mm. yeah love it yeah keep doing you um (laughs) so I'm curious um do you have like a greatest accomplishment that you've like achieved with dance or with movement um like up to this point in your life Mm. It's a great question. You know, one of my favorite moves has been head spinning. Hmm. And this takes me back to, again, sophomore year when I'm first learning to break dance. Um, during that time, I actually broke my toe um, doing a head spin. Um, <laughs> so oh, no. I landed, I landed and um the first thing that hit the ground was my toe and it bent you know backward and and twisted um you know but since then that move has been sort of the foundation for um a lot of other moves um you know feeling comfortable with balance um feeling comfortable with falling um you know there's a you know, unique way of falling Mm. uh, and transitioning from a fall um, that I've had to learn over time. And I've really enjoyed playing with headspin, um, playing with the headstand Mm. um, and transitioning in and out of the headstand. And um, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's really, yeah, your videos are so fun to watch because you just make it look so effortless and you're just like popping and then you're in your one thing and it's like, what is happening? <laughs> like, what? So, um, yeah, that's really cool. And I, and 
I like the idea of like understanding falling and that kind of leads me into the next question like do you think like having that practice for yourself like in your dance world has like impacted the way that you do things in in like the rest of your life does that make sense (laughs) yeah it does um falling you know you you've got to fall um you've got to learn how to gracefully fall um and even when you don't gracefully fall um it's still a learning lesson Mm. even when you break a toe (laughs) yeah even when you break a toe you know when I broke that toe um you know my friends that I was dancing with took me to the hospital um and you know they popped it back in place um you know but the the doctor you know, help me understand, you know, what, what do I do in moments where I break my toe? Um, you know, how can I address it? Um, so that if it happened, if it happens again, you know, I know what to do. Mm. Um, so I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it, it reminds me of what happens when I get an injury, um, dancing, you know, I can immediately take care of it. I can alleviate the pain. Um, and that's so important outside of dancing, learning how to fall, learning how to, um, alleviate, you know, what hurts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And like knowing totally no pun intended, but Mm -hmm. like knowing, like once you fall that, that there is a way to get back up. Like if you break that toe, like there's a way to fix it and to keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Can is there like a moment in your life that you can think of where, um, where dance did help you through maybe like a t- like another piece of your life where you were falling and. Hmm. That is a great question, man. I have fell plenty of times professionally, um, as I've been in the field. Um, you know, making a mistake, and being a clinician. Mm um you know making a mistake when I communicate with supervisors um in fact I'm constantly going through that <laughs> in grad school um you know where you said something that you probably shouldn't have said and um you know learning how to gracefully um gracefully fall or, or gracefully um enter into that situation um I think dancing has allowed me to fall and alleviate, you know, the pain or alleviate the problem. Hmm. Yeah. Again, kind of going back to what you were saying in the beginning, like Mm -hmm. having a space to check in with yourself and like get into your body and then have a place to kind Mm -hmm. of like release it. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. So true. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome that, you have that awareness of like what mm-hmm. movement does for you and for your body, because I mm-hmm. think a lot of people like miss out on that or don't understand like how yeah. connected that they can be and how healing it can be really. <laughs> it is. Um, we need to be connected to, you know, the s- sensations that happen um, as we go through life. You know, one of the things that I emphasize as I see my clients doing therapy is you know, are we in touch with our body? How are you feeling in the moment? What comes up for you in the moment? 
where do you feel it in your body? Mm. Um, you know, we address um, how are you feeling in terms of emotions? And, you know, clients will tell me what part of the body do they feel that emotion? And so that's so, you know, it, it helps them relate to um, how they're feeling in the moment. Right. Um, be present with themselves. Mm. Yeah, I love it. I love, I love it. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> I love this conversation. Um, <laughs> do you, so who are you like mostly working with right now? Like who are your clients? So I work at the Berkeley CBT clinic. Um, I see adults at the moment, okay. um, but I'm primarily passionate in working with um, black men and black children. Okay. Um, and so that's, you know, after I graduate, um, you know, but I still am connected to, you know, many black clinics. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And I'm wondering if you can talk like a little bit about that like experience mm -hmm. for you because there are not very many like black male black men clinicians yeah um, <laughs> so if you can talk a little bit about your journey in that and how that's yeah. been for you I love this question so much um you know I recently decided to get com more connected with other black men on LinkedIn hmm. um I've been joining many um black men groups on LinkedIn um, I was on a podcast a couple months ago focused on Black mental health. Um, this podcast was called the Let's Go Show, hmm. um, which is connected to this group called Black Men Heal. Oh, um, yeah, I've, I've heard of them. But OK, sorry, yeah. continue. <laughs> yeah, so it's connected to this group called Black Men Heal. And it's been really wonderful networking with other Black men. And so while I've been networking, I've been also developing a business plan so that when I graduate, um, that I have the foundation to starting a private practice working, you know, focusing on just black men and black children. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it's so needed. It's so needed. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. Yeah. Wow. Um, I feel like I have a million questions and I want to <laughs> go ahead. Out, like, <laughs> um, yeah, I think, so obviously you're very passionate about that and that's like mm -hmm. the business that you want to start. Um, mm -hmm. and I see starting from a young age, like you're really talking a lot about community Mm -hmm. um and like having those outreaches and having those supports like with other people who have been around you um and I'm not sure like what the question is but I'm wondering if you can talk like a little bit about that because it seems like community is like a big piece of the work that you want to do too yeah that's so true um you know the community is so important to um you know people being able to reach out to understand the resources that they have, to be able to talk about mental health. Mm. Um, and it's so connected, it, it's so important to be connected to a community of black men who are talking about mental health. Um, and if only there were more black clinicians out there, right. um, specifically black men, you know, talking about this and focusing on other black men mental health. 
Right, right. What has found, what has like finding that community of men done for you? Yeah, it's, it's definitely encouraged me. Um, encouraged me to talk about my own mental health, share my story. Um, you know, more specifically, share my story dancing and right. how that relates to mental health. Um, but also share, um, you know, my unique challenges uh, because they relate to why I'm here today. They relate to why I'm serving the community. Um, I know we didn't really talk on this, but, you know, after sophomore year um, and junior year of high school, um, I was actually homeless. Mm. Um, and, you know, that was a huge struggle. And, you know, there were a lot of mental health concerns, um, you know, that I had and, and, you know, my family were going through. Um, and so sharing this journey, sharing this story of struggling, um, struggling with my family, um, you know, my parents divorced, um, homeless, um, you know, sharing the story and the struggle of not being able to afford a meal every month. Mm. Um, every month, you know, running out of food and not knowing where what we're going to eat next. Um, so these stories are important, you know, for building a community. Right. It, it allows people to um, feel understood and accepted um, because other members in the community have ex experienced the same thing. And so if we share these stories, um, you know, it builds a community that really cares. Wow. Yeah. Just thinking about like, yeah, bringing your realest self and bringing your truest self. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's how we do it. That's how we heal people. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah. Thank you for sharing all that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's much appreciated. And so um, I am also curious, like if you, I mean, obviously you work with people every day um, yeah. <laughs> and you're working with people who are struggling with mental health. Um, mm -hmm. And if you could tell them something about dance and how it's helped you with your mental health, like what's something that you would want them to know or to take away? Mm. Definitely, you know, bringing your creative self wherever you are. Um, being in touch with your creative self and, and how you're feeling in the moment is so important. And I really hope that, you know, people explore their creative self. People explore how they're feeling in the moment. Um, and, you know, rely on that. Lean on that um explore that yeah wow yeah thank you thank you yeah. um oh, I feel like this is this has been like such an awesome like <laughs> conversation <laughs> it could like go on forever <laughs> um and on a side note we definitely have to talk about hip-hop and therapy because yes, I like we do. Um, love it <laughs> um so yeah I think we're gonna start to wrap it up here mm -hmm. um do you have any like final thoughts do you have anything that's coming up for you like where can people find you yeah all that good stuff yes you know my final thoughts are I really hope um people are in tune 
with uh, their needs and wants. Um, I really hope people are trying to become more authentic with themselves, um, being in touch with themselves and seeking help, learning how to fall. Um, nice. But yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, again, my name is Zachary Simon. Um, you can also find me on Facebook at Zach Daniels and Instagram where I post all my dance videos at Daniels, as Daniels with a Z at the end, dot Zach, Z-A-C-K. Yay. Yeah, awesome. And I'll definitely link those in um, in mm -hmm. the show description. Um, yay. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming yes. on today. I really appreciate it. And the knowledge that you dropped and your experiences. Um, yeah, I'm super grateful to, to have gotten to talk to you today. So thank you. Yes. No, thank you. I think this is wonderful. Um, I hope this catches on. I hope people find some sort of nugget of truth um, some sort of, um, you know, wisdom or, or quote that inspires them. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you everybody mm -hmm. that tuned in to listen. Um, go catch Zach on his Instagram cause he's crazy. Mm -hmm. He's amazing. And follow him on LinkedIn and do all those good things. Um, if you're enjoying this podcast, please give it five stars or like it or star it or whatever you have to do to show the love. Um, and share it with someone who might like to hear it too. <laughs> yes. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much and have a great day. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the What Moves Us podcast. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe for more. And check out my website at reinamovement.com. R-E-I-N-A movement.com. Thank you.